0: Welcome to The Crystal O Show, where I teach wellness entrepreneurs how to build a wealthy practice and an abundant life so that they can heal a lot more people. Good Moxie morning. I loaded 27 videos to my computer, downloaded them from my Facebook Live. So I've done about 23 to 25 live streams over the last month. And so I decided to start being consistent. I posted here a quote by John Maxwell. That was a quote that I said, you don't push a string, you pull it, right? So what am I talking about? I'm gonna be talking about leadership here and whether or not you are really showing up as a leader in your own life, because sometimes it comes down to that. Like some of the things that we need to do in our own life, leadership is so important, but I don't think that it's talked about enough, this word leadership and what it really means. And sometimes it just starts with the simple things like keeping promises to yourself. Like if you can't keep a promise to yourself, it really kills your confidence. If you're killing your confidence by not keeping these promises to yourself and just the little things that you do, like putting your business first, putting yourself first. Yes, self-care is part of that. Pushing yourself to go to the gym. I mean, if you're having difficulties, I'm not referring to balance As much as just those little promises that we make, like, I'm really going to take a vacation this year. You know, I'm really going to do this. I'm going to sell this many packages so that I can go to Rome or whatever it is that you want. Uh, If you are consistently not showing up and keeping those promises to yourself, that's a lack of leadership in your own life. So I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you are doing or not doing in your life that is killing your confidence that that you're not doing that could possibly be killing your confidence? And is this a habit now? And so basically, you're wanting to blame others in certain areas or why isn't this working? Well, it's because you're, I see it in my teens as well. I see it in them. We always see it in others, right? Before we see it in ourselves. But I'm wanting you to be self-aware of yourself and what you're doing. So these little promises that you make, even if it's, you know, I'm going to do the dishes today, or I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. every morning, or I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to start having salads in the afternoon instead of reaching for chips, which is stress eating, by the way. Like, if you're not keeping those promises, they're adding up to a big ball of confidence killing a machine eating your confidence every day and then you won't be able to put keep promises to others and people will recognize that and see that so the last couple of days i've been reorganizing, restructuring, creating some systems, because as I let more clients in, I've got to be able to manage them. Right. And I've got to be able to delegate tasks to a new virtual assistant. And then I've got to write down what those tasks are going to be. And so one thing that I did was because I'm going to be doing these, you have to start delegating to grow. I don't want to get into the topic of control but it's something that I've struggled with. A lot of people do, but something that I've struggled with, like wanting to control everything. So I'm going to start letting go of more. So I got to organize it and set up some systems so that when I do start delegating that I know who's doing what and then how to budget for that particular task and then how long it takes for each task to get done. So I spent a little too much time. It's not something that I would suggest somebody do, spend seven or eight hours uploading and downloading 20 minute videos. But what it did do for me is it helped me know who to delegate that task to. So I was telling my group in High Ticket Mastery this morning about virtual assistants from the Philippines and how they're good for certain things. And then designers are good for another and to start delegating as much as possible and where to go to find those resources. So seven hours of downloading and then uploading. And so it was a process, downloading them all. And then, of course, topics. I had to rewrite some of of the compelling headlines. I put some on YouTube and then my podcast. So there's going to be a podcast that comes out every day now. And you can find that on iTunes and Stitcher. And leave me a review. I would love for you to do that. And I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) I tried to leave a review for others, and I can't seem to figure out how to do it in the little iTunes app. So if somebody knows how to do that, tell me here. Cause it's, I I don't know why iTunes is difficult for me, but it is, I find it frustrating and I'm really starting to like Stitcher even more because of it, but I am on iTunes and Stitcher. So if you miss any of my live streams, they're going to be converted into podcasts. I pick topics that I know that entrepreneurs need to hear about. I like to keep it real. I like to give resources and tips and the mindset stuff is big with me because it's big in growing. It's big meaning it's a big, massive part of growing, being an entrepreneur and and striving to be a successful entrepreneur. So I help with money blocks. I help with a lot of those mindsets that you have to step into. And the leadership, being a leader in your own life is really important. So when I see somebody struggling with something, I have to wonder what's going on in their mind. And in doing that and working with several entrepreneurs over the years, both one-on-one and in groups, I have come up with systems that work for me, newer ways of helping them with not just practical steps, but it's really getting your head in the game, getting your head in the right place so that you can be a leader in your life and start letting go of certain things and saying no to certain things and then delegating certain things. So are you being a leader in your life? Are you keeping your promises? Because that is one of the first indications of where you stand in leadership. So, like John Maxwell says, you don't push the string, you pull it. We talk about attraction marketing. I talk about that a lot, about warming people up and what it takes to get to know clients before you push them into something, right? I don't like pushy sales. I come from a sales background. It's what I've done most of my career before I started my business. So I know that it doesn't work. And, if, and when it does, and when you push somebody in a way that is pushy, that has a negative energy to it, or you push somebody because they couldn't see what they needed to see because they needed you to present it in a certain way. And if you didn't do that, you're just asking for trouble because they're probably not gonna be satisfied. I've come across that a lot with pushy sales. So think about what it is that you're doing in your life and understand that that leadership and you taking responsibility and you stepping up to the plate and being a leader, people are watching and that is how you pull people in, in your world. If you're wanting more clients, you show up, you continue to be consistent. I heard this today in a podcast by David Meltzer, and it's really kind of a good way to live and think. By the way, his podcast is called The Playbook, and he's a good one to listen to. So one of the things that he can't remember when he started doing this, but it helped him. I'm not talking about over Okay. I'm talking about over-delivering. So if you always think to yourself, because this is another way that you can stand out. If you always think to yourself, how can I over-deliver and give more than what people expected of me? I think that's a fantastic way to think. And I'm not talking about over-giving in a way that you're exhausting yourself and you create fatigue. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm actually talking about how you will actually make your life easier in a lot of ways when you over-deliver what you say you're going to do instead of under. So that means you need to obviously set up your life, right? And delegate tasks because you can't just be giving and giving. There are other things that are gonna fall apart in the business, right? So systems are important, things will work smoothly. But he had this idea, I thought putting it in numbers actually was a really good idea for him to explain what he was trying to say. And that was, he would always say to himself, it was like he saw himself with a bag of $100 bills and he was giving out $100 in exchange for $20 all day. Like So that gives you a kind of a visual. So he was over giving and over delivering and and over meeting people's expectations. So what can you do to surprise people? That is how you stand out. You surprise people. You'll get that feedback too, because I have, when I've done this in my life, I've always noticed that people will say it. And it's a really good idea to take note of that. To take note of it when people are saying that. And again, I'm not talking about overgiving because you are insecure with yourself, or overgiving to be like. this is not what I'm talking. about. I'm talking about when you are servicing somebody in incapacity, or, you know, anything, really. But I'm, I'm mentioning the, the difference here, because there are people that overgive and they're not charging, and that is a whole different ball of wax that I want to talk about right now. I'm talking about over-delivering in your service or your business. Can you over-deliver? How can you do that? How can you make changes in your life so that you can over-deliver and then have a reputation for over-delivering? I'm not talking about wearing yourself out, but to get to that level, you obviously need to be a leader in your life in a lot of ways, right? And when you start to prove to yourself that you are a leader, that you will put yourself first, that you will keep your own promise, then you can step into being a leader. Okay, so this really comes first, taking care of yourself and showing yourself, proving to yourself that you are going to be a leader in your life and keep the promises that you made. I had certain things that I wanted to do yesterday and I wanted to keep the promise of everything on my list and actually completing it because I knew that it would affect me. It trips me up if I don't but I did need to take breaks and stretch my back. (laughs) And I did not, and now I'm paying for it. So are you stepping up and being a leader to yourself in your own life? So there's proof, this is very true, that you, every time you don't keep a promise to yourself, you chip away at your confidence. A lot of confidence comes from when people are confident, it's because they're keeping promises to themselves. Okay, and they make good leaders. Have you ever noticed that? They make good leaders. And people want to please them, okay? So they're not having an energy of being a people pleaser. That's totally different than what I'm saying about over-delivering, okay? But people want to please you, okay? You will also attract others that keep promises to themselves and therefore will be better at keeping promises to you, showing up, Right at a certain time, showing up in their life and making your life easier. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that are people pleasers, that don't show up, this is a good example. I had a a gal in my life that, we'll call her Kali, and a friend, and I love her dearly, but she can't. And I started seeing this behavior a lot and the excuses that she would make. And I understand that as mothers, we do have other responsibilities, but you've got to start being a leader in your life. And she couldn't do it. More times than not, she couldn't keep an appointment. And so some of that is organizing, but I think there was something much deeper going on there. So really think to yourself, who shows up and is consistent with what they say they're going to do. And then I actually have a list of things that I've said to people that I would do, and I haven't done them yet. And they probably think that I'm not going to follow through, but I have this little list going. And so it's a matter of when I'm going to do it. But getting virtual assistants will help with that. Okay. So in my business, I want to be 80% of the time servicing them, there's gotta be a certain amount of marketing, but a certain amount of servicing that you gotta think about and over delivering in that and having a reputation of over delivering is literally how you can stand out from the crowd. I've always noticed that in my life in almost every capacity. And I've heard it too. Like I said, I've heard it from people that give me feedback. I'm not saying that I've always been able to be like this. It's got to be sustainable. You know how it's sustainable? It's sustainable when you start keeping your promises to yourself first. Then you're taking care of yourself and then you're creating a habit and you're building your confidence that you can keep your promises to others. You basically start building your confidence. You'll actually start creating more headspace. You'll want to take on more because you believe that you can, because you've just proved that you kept your promises over here. Do you see the connection? So start keeping your own promises, make a list if you have to, and start doing that to build your confidence back up. And then you'll start attracting the clients that you want with the right mindset. And then you'll be able to service them because sometimes when we don't feel like that we can service them to the, the degree that we need to, we will actually hold ourselves back and not do the right marketing and not say what we're supposed to and not do the right things because there's this fear in us, like we're not confident that we can take on more clients or a certain level of client. I've seen this over and over, oh my God. When I would train in sales, I would notice when they were not confident in themselves and they would go for what I would call, this is probably a bad word to use, but it's kind of what the word that we used, it was like bottom feeders. They would go for bottom feeders instead of a higher level client because they didn't believe in themselves to be able to step up and be confident to close the deal with somebody on a higher level, a bigger deal. Like, why weren't they going for the bigger deals, the bigger dogs? It all has to do with confidence. And that starts with them keeping promises to themselves and their life being kind of scattered and you know overwhelmed. And, and that comes from not keeping promises to yourself, Right. I hope that this helped. If you are interested in High Ticket Mastery, which is a group that I started several months ago, it's a year long program. You actually start and can start using the content immediately. There are lots of videos in there and I'm in there every day at 9 a.m. live and you could watch anytime you wanted afterwards. But if you're having a problem in this area of not being able to keep promises to yourself, then you obviously need to start proving to yourself that you're worth it. And then work on some of that mindset stuff. I have a lot of practical steps that really work with helping with that. And then I help them with raising their prices and doing it in such a way that they're providing super high value. This is not just about raising your prices. It's about how do I provide such a high level of value that even though it's a high ticket price, I'm actually providing more. Well, you do that by increasing your, then you can give more. So if you're interested in high-ticket mastery, you can go to high and then read that page and then get on my calendar to talk to me more about it. Or you can just PM me, private message me. And then I have a six-week course, Rich, Bliss, and Moxie. And if you wanted to go check out that page, it's Mox, Rich, Bliss. And that's a six-week program, 80% mindset, and then 20% foundational sales. And some of the pieces that I teach online in high-ticket mastery, I go a lot deeper. But if you're struggling with it or you're struggling with the consistency, getting things up, or if you're struggling with how to get to the next level, I talk about how to do that. A lot of times it's your prices and then copywriting, marketing, because words sell. We work on that as well. Thank you for joining me and I will see you tomorrow. I hope. Bye.